But that was a lot harder than losing my leg because I was very quite sick. A friend of mine came into my room, showed me an article of a guy from New York who ran with one leg. And I told myself then if he could run, one day I'd be able to run too. And then I had a dream that came into my head that one day I'd try and run across Canada. And uh, during that time, I saw there a lot of other people dying of cancer, people my age, and the effects of chemotherapy and radiation. And I just decided I'd, I would try and run across Canada, but not just to say I did it on one leg and, and then to say that, that I could do it, but to try and raise as much money as I could for the Canadian Cancer Fund. Hey there, I'm Dana, your Canadian English teacher, with another English lesson so you can speak and understand the English spoken in Canada. If you're learning English for the Great White North, then you've come to the right place. You'll learn phrasal verbs, common expressions, conversation tips, and of course, some typical Canadianisms. In today's episode, you're going to learn some idioms and expressions with the word run, and our Canadian fact is all about a Canadian hero. Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for coming back to learn English with me. That clip you heard in the beginning was a clip from a YouTube channel called Real People, and it featured an interview with the subject of our Canadian fact, which we're going to get to in the second part of the lesson. But before we get into it, I wanted to tell you about the podcast expression courses that I create for every podcast episode. For each episode, I make a course, and inside this course, there's a vocabulary building section with a list of terms from the episode with their definitions. There's a video lesson where I explain all of these words and how to use them in more detail. You get Quizlet flashcards for each episode which have the vocabulary term and the definition with audio that I record. And there's a pronunciation section, which breaks down our pronunciation part of the podcast in a little more detail and gives you some more examples with a video lesson. So if you would like to get this amazing extra content and keep learning English with me, then you can go to canlearnenglish.com forward slash transcripts for more information. But that's it for the announcements from me. Let's get into our episode. Today, we are going to learn some running expressions and idioms. So some expressions and idioms with the word run. Now, run, of course, is a verb. And the first way that you might think of how to use it is to describe someone moving fast with their legs. Many people like to run for exercise. Or sometimes we have to run if we are late for something. You might have to run after your bus or even run in the airport to catch your plane. But there are many, many uses for the verb run. Run also means to manage or direct a business. You could say, Sarah runs a large printing business. We also use run when we want to talk about doing a test or checking something for someone. The doctor will run tests to determine your diagnosis. Run also means to function or to operate something. 
my computer isn't running properly because it has a virus. We use run when we want to describe offering a service. My community center runs English classes for newcomers to Canada. We also use run when we make a quick trip somewhere to get something. I could say, I need to run to the grocery store to get some eggs. Now here, I'm not literally going to run. I'm just going to go quickly. And our final example, even though there's lots more, is when we talk about how transportation works. Here, run is usually followed with an adverb or a preposition. The bus is running late or the train runs on time. Now, of course, run is an irregular verb. So our base form, our infinitive, is run. Our past simple is ran. The past participle is run. The third person singular is runs. And our present participle or our gerund is running. So run is a very useful verb. And it's useful to know all the ways that we can use it. But we also have some very interesting expressions with run. And I couldn't choose just one. So we're going to take a look at four. The first is dry run. This is a noun and it means a trial of something. So a rehearsal of something before it happens. Here's an example. Before we give the presentation to the team, we should do a dry run. So during this dry run, you're going to act as if you're actually giving the presentation, but your audience is not there. So the origin of this is actually very interesting. The earliest known use of dry run refers to contests between firemen in the late 1890s in which they would respond to a pretend fire without using any water. So that's where the idea dry run comes from. The next one that I chose is in the long run. And this is a prepositional phrase and it means eventually or over time. So if we save money now, we'll have more financial security in the long run. If we don't spend all of our money now, then in the future, eventually, over time, we will have more money in the long run. Next, we have to make a run for it. And this is to run as quickly as you can to get through rain or bad weather or to try and escape. So the example I chose for this one actually comes from my own life. When I was living in Sao Paulo, I would often get stuck in thunderstorms with lots of rain. And I can remember many times, there was one time when I was in a big park in Sao Paulo called Ibirapuera, and it started to rain. It was coming down like crazy. And we had to seek shelter underneath a tree, and it wasn't stopping. So eventually we decided we would make a run for it and run to our car. So we ran as quickly as we could through the rain so not to get soaking wet. And finally, something can run in your family. And this is a verb phrase to describe a characteristic that is common in your family. So you might have certain traits that are common in your family, maybe Everyone in your family is a very talented artist. So in this case, you can say, being artistic runs in my family. Okay, so on to our pronunciation section. 
Today we're going to be looking at the minimal pairs a and a. These are short vowel sounds and they're the two closest vowel sounds in English. So it's very difficult to hear and pronounce the difference. The example that we're going to do is ran with the a sound, ran, and run with the a sound. So just listen and see if you can hear the difference. Ran, run. Ran, run. Now, repeat after me. Ran, run. Ran, run. I'm now going to say a sentence and I want you to repeat it after me. He ran a marathon. He will run a marathon. She ran 20 kilometers. She will run 20 kilometers. Kate ran a small business. Kate can run the business. But that was a lot harder than losing my leg because I was very quite sick. A friend of mine came into my room, showed me an article of a guy from New York who ran with one leg. And I told myself then if he could run, one day I'd be able to run too. And then I had a dream that came into my head that one day I'd try and run across Canada. And uh, during that time I saw there a lot of other people dying of cancer, people my age, and the effects of chemotherapy and radiation. And I just decided I'd, I would try and run across Canada. But not just to say I did it on one leg and, and then to say that I could do it, but to try and raise as much money as I could for the Canadian Cancer Fund. Maybe you can tell from the audio that this clip is old. Although I couldn't find the exact date, I know it's from 1980, because this is when the man speaking in the video was running across Canada to raise money for cancer research. The man speaking was Terry Fox, a Canadian hero and legend. Terry Fox was from Port Coquitlam, British Columbia. In high school, he was an accomplished athlete and went on to study physical education at university. But in 1977, he discovered he had a malignant tumor in his right leg and had to have it amputated 15 centimeters above his knee. While he was in hospital, he read about an amputee who ran the New York Marathon, which inspired him to run as well. After being fit with a prosthetic leg, he embarked on a 14-month training program. He told his family that he was training for a marathon, but in truth, he had much bigger dreams. While in hospital, Terry became frustrated by how little money was dedicated to cancer research. So he decided that he wanted to run across Canada and raise money for cancer research. He aimed to receive $1 from every Canadian, which would have been $24 million at that time. Now, because of his prosthetic leg, Terry ran with an unusual gait. He had to hop twice on his good leg while allowing his prosthetic leg to catch up. He jokingly called this the Foxtrot. In April of 1980, Terry began his run across Canada in St. John's, Newfoundland. But this was challenging. He was met with gale force winds, heavy rain, and a snowstorm in the first few days of his run. He ran an average of 42 kilometers a day, and by July, he had made it to Toronto. 
a crowd of 10,000 people met him in Toronto at Nathan Phillips Square. And that day, he raised $100,000 alone. Terry trekked across six provinces. On September 1st, outside of Thunder Bay, Ontario, he was forced to stop after he suffered from an intense coughing fit and pain in his chest. He was forced to go to the hospital so the doctors could run tests. And the next day, he held a press conference and shared some devastating news. Yesterday I was running and I had noticed a little bit of hardness in breathing. And I, had to, I decided I had to go see the doctor. And it was discovered then that the cancer had spread. And now I've got cancer in my lungs. And uh, By this point, the news of Terry's journey had spread across the world. And in the following months, Terry fought hard against the cancer, and Canadians across the country hoped for a miracle. Pope John Paul II even sent a telegram saying that he was praying for Terry. On June 28, 1981, Terry Fox died at the Royal Columbian Hospital, New Westminster, British Columbia. This was one month short of his 23rd birthday. The government of Canada ordered flags across the country be lowered to half-mass. This is an unprecedented honor that is usually reserved for political leaders. The Prime Minister at the time, Pierre Trudeau, paid tribute to Terry in the House of Commons. We would like you to express as well our profound gratitude for the gift which Terry gave to all of us. Terry Fox's legacy continues to this day. A 1999 national survey named him as Canada's greatest hero. Every year, people all over the world participate in the Terry Fox Run, which continues to raise money for cancer research. The run is volunteer-led, all-inclusive. It's non-competitive, with no corporate sponsorships, incentives, or fundraising minimums. These are wishes that Fox laid out before his death in 1981. Terry Fox is also remembered all across Canada, with approximately 32 roads and streets being named after him, including the Terry Fox Courage Highway near Thunder Bay, Ontario, where he ended his run and where a statue of him was erected as a monument. There are 14 schools in Canada named after him and seven statues, including the Terry Fox Monument in Ottawa. In 2008, Fox was named a National Historic Person of Canada, a recognition given by the Canadian government to those persons who are considered to have played a nationally significant role in the history of the country. You can read more about Terry's story at terryfox.org. Now, writing this section of the podcast just gave me chills. I think it's such an inspiring story. And truth be told, I got a little emotional when I was reading it because I just think about a young man who had such a bright future and had so much to lose. Instead of just sitting around feeling sorry for himself, he took action and an incredible action at that. At that time, there wasn't a lot of money or thought going into cancer research. It isn't like it is now today. So he really was a visionary when it came to that. And I think his story is absolutely so inspirational. And Canada did lose a hero. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Can Learn English podcast. As always, I enjoyed creating this lesson for you. And if you would like to get the extra material so you can keep learning English with me, then you can go to canlearnenglish.com forward slash transcripts to learn how to become a Podcast Plus member. 
please support this free podcast by liking, sharing, and subscribing. Until next time, guys. Bye-bye.